stop by in the summer. Do you remember? Do you remember when we met that summer? New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick, and I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I had one wish. She's been gone since that summer, since that summer. Hip-hop mama named Spick and Span. Met you one summer and it all began. You're the best girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird jersey, 33. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Call me Willie Whistle cause I can't speak. Welcome back everybody to Pillow Talk with Franklin and Uncle Howard. We're back. Uncle Howard, what is up? Well, it's Uncle Howard. I live in the county Broward. You know I'm no coward, but I got some bad news for you. Someone opened their door in the Miata. It's got a little bit of ding on the side, and I'm awfully mad, and I'm pissed off. Oh, you're irritated, and as always, we are recording from our king-size bed, the bed that we share together, because we were just that close. The bed that Bugmane built. What? Bugbane does not did not built this bed. This is our bed. It was a figurative built. You think you're getting money from Bugman? I know I am. He and mm-hmm. I have All got right. a business. What what business do you guys What business do you guys have? I mean, please, you keep keeping me in the dark, giving me little details about the Talent Scout Agency, and uh, I haven't gotten much else from you. Well, have you heard of you know about Blue Apron, of course. I know about Blue Apron, yeah, one of our well, former sponsors. Well, then there's also HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. That's me and Bugman. That's you and Bugman? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What's your gimmick? Well, we're sending out uh, ingredients to people, and then we tell them, do what you want with those ingredients. It's no business of mine. How, how is that supposed to help people cook? Well, once they got the food in the house, if they don't want it to go to waste, uh, they're going to have to uh, figure something out. Do you at least give them directions? I'll give them directions right to a a bookstore. They can buy a recipe book. (laughs) Oh, God. This sounds like a quite the get-rich-slow scheme, which you are (laughs) notorious for, so... More power to you and Bugman, always keeping up with those little schemes. Those always, you know, he has a million side projects, that Bugman. So many, with Bugavista and a bunch of other things. I don't want to dive too much into the Bugman. We shouldn't, we, we're, let's not be dependent on our association with Bugavista and those people, you know. I want us to build our brand, Uncle Howard. He's got a million side projects while I got a million side pieces. That's quite the way to describe your partnership now uncle howard every night we watch a movie before bed you know the bed we share like a couple men do we got nothing to hide from each other that's right so what are you thinking for movies tonight well tonight i'm going to be watching a film 2006 directed by brian singer it's called superman returns it's uh, directed by Brian Singer. It also stars Kevin Spacey, a couple good, uh, good gentlemen, who uh, upstanding fellas. Those aren't good people, man. <laughs> Didn't you hear what Kevin Spacey did? I uh, uh, he won an Oscar. Okay, but did you hear what he did with those young uh, 
Young teens? Well, I don't know that that's any business of mine. <laughs> it's, it is our business. He made it our business by being that creepy. Oh, well, what, what did he do with those young, young, little supple teens? Wow. He sexually assaulted them for one. And then he just, he, he just, and to avoid any repercussions, he said, okay, I'll come out. I'm a gay man. And that was his way. He's trying to find a loophole around getting bye-bye from Hollywood. That's so brave of him. That is not brave. That is grotesque. How can you stand up for him? Well, you know, a lot of people have been getting a lot of grief from the liberal media these days. I mean, look at look at this poor guy Hulk Hogan out there. Now, he's he's been doing the right thing for as long as I've known about him. He's been telling kids to eat their vitamins. He's been telling them to say their prayers to the Jesus that I don't believe in, but other people do, and that's their problem, not mine. But all of a sudden, he's recorded illegally on his telephone talking about the sort of people he does and doesn't want his daughter to be associated with. And now he's the bad guy? Yes, he's the bad guy. First off, he was cuckolding uh, Bubba the Love Sponge, local radio show host of uh, what's it, Bubba's uh, the Bubba Hour. I don't know his show. He's a grotesque man himself, and he wanted Hulk Hogan to bang his wife. And then after he nuts, after he nuts, he has this racist rant. Who's that racist when they <laughs> nut? Who? It's so grotesque. And he said, I don't want my daughter to date any, I'm not even going to say the word, unless they're eight feet tall and playing in the NBA. Uh, what's that, a Lithuanian or something? <laughs> no. No, he wants somebody rich. That's all he wants. See, you you say this this is fine. You're fine with it. But think about this. Who is your favorite basketball player? George Murison. Second favorite. Uh, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Third. Jesus, you're killing me. <laughs> That's gotta be Barkley. Okay, but we know your real favorite is Earl Boykins, who's <laughs> only five foot six. That's that's right. <laughs> he would never be able to date Brooke Hogan. Oh, so he's got a, a bit of a, a, a tall man complex. Where he no, he doesn't have a tall man complex. He has a race complex. He, she, he wouldn't let her date. Now, this, think about this. Your old friend, Christopher Big Black Boykins. That's right. Did he play basketball? No, he did not. I don't know why you would make a question like that anyways. <laughs> but aren't you a supporter of Christopher Big Black Boykins? Wouldn't you want him to date somebody as beautiful like Brooke Hogan? Well, I I like to think that he probably did date someone as beautiful as Brooke Hogan while he was still alive, God rest his soul. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he did, and he has a beautiful daughter and all that, but the point still stands. Don't you see that Hulk Hogan's marginalizing an entire group of people? What group? Basketball players? No, because he... The, the black community... Uh, well, I've got no problem with the black community. As you know, uh, General Electric's a very good friend of mine. And, uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, you know what? Let's get off of this, Uncle Howard, because I don't like the route we're going on right now. <laughs> you know, Hulk Hogan's not a good man. Hulk Hogan is a disgusting man who wanted to have sex with his own daughter. And not only that, 
since he couldn't do he since he couldn't have sex with his own daughter, what does he do? He goes out and he has sex with somebody who looks identical to her. Same thing that Linda did. What does she do? She can't have sex with her son. Her son well, who she had can. a photo well, she of course she could, but she he had a photo of her bottom. Do you remember this? Nick Hogan had a photo of his mother's bottom, her bare bottom on his phone, on his flip phone. Who I, does that? I legitimately did not know that, and I... You didn't know that? No, that's... Uncle Howard, we need to fill you in on the scoops. You need to go on Bing before the shows and prepare a little bit. Jeez Louise. I know that uh, Nick Hogan uh, made his friend brain dead because he drove like a damn asshole. Well, that he did. That he did, and, uh, you know, that was uh, John Graziano. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if he was a, a wild hog himself or a Del Fuego, but, you know, God rest... <laughs> God arrest what's left of that man's soul. Okay, that's that's you know jokes aside. That's all, that's all in very poor taste, and I do apologize to the Graziano family. R.I.P. Grazianos. I know them actually. I've done some business with the Grazianos in my day. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> that's a lie. What business? Please elaborate. Well. well uh, you're familiar, of course, with uh, one of our favorite bars out there, the Seashell. Yeah, the Seashell, great spot. Well, you know how a lot of times those little uh, those little kids with the uh, the bright necklaces and the big baggy pants go in there to have their dance raves. Yes, I do. Easiest kids in the world to get a couple bucks from. You're selling. What are you selling to these kids? I'm not selling anything. That's what I'm taking from them. Oh, God. You and the Grazianos? <laughs> yep. We roll them like a damn pack of zigzags. Well, maybe one day they'll do a movie in the Grazianos with John Travolta playing uh, the head Graziano since he's so good at playing it- Italians. Salvatore Graziano. Good guy. Salvatore Graziano. <laughs> Great guy indeed. Anyways... I want to talk about somebody who isn't a great guy, aside from Hulk Hogan, who is shit. Uh, TJ Miller has passive-aggressively liked a few comments of mine, uh, of, of people commenting at me on Twitter, and he likes these comments at 4 a.m., like a real creep, by the way. Well, you know, they say money never sleeps. That was uh, the, the title of one of my favorite movies, uh, Wall Street 2. And, and, you know, when you're making big money like T.J. Miller is, you got to be up at all hours. And you might need a little something uh, to keep you up, keep you alert, keep you active. And uh, I know for a fact that T.J. Miller uh, enjoys a little bit of the old nose candy. That well, that's probably one of his uh, better qualities, if anything. <laughs> seeing how gross he is, I think the fact that he does cocaine is maybe only like the twelfth worst thing about him. I, so I never said that was a bad thing at all. I've had a lot of good times on cocaine. Oh God, this show shouldn't go that route of drugs. I've I had mean... a, I've had a lot of bad times on it too, though. To be fair, <laughs> you want to end up like local bozo Scott Felsenberg, Scott. Well, I I don't actually. That's a that's a sobering thought. That guy is always sniffing around and he's always on edge and he's always going on weird racist rants. He's always, uh, you don't, yeah. He's always got his nose in somebody else's business. So he's sniffing around. He's always sniffing around and the boy's got quite a nose to be sticking into things as it is. 
Yeah. Well, I wanted to uh, try out a new tagline today, Uncle Howard. Let me know what you think of this to All promote right. the show. You're listening to Pillow Talk with Franklin and Uncle Howard. This ain't your Nana's podcast. I love it. Of course. Yeah. All now, right. Now that, you finally got some damn sense in your head. <laughs> That's right. Makes us look cool. Makes us look real cool. A couple cool guys sitting in their bed drinking some Bud Light Limes. We're uh, doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it live every single week straight from the bed. And uh, you know what? This ain't your Nana's podcast. And <clears throat> if, if your Nana wants to uh, uh, listen up, then I'll teach her about the podcast. That's no problem at all. You won't teach her anything because you still think partially that this is a radio show. Well, and it's not. It's not. That's... I heard us on the radio the other day. <laughs> no, that was you putting the auxiliary cable into my phone, and that's how you listen to us. That's how the radio works nowadays. <laughs> that's not how the radio works. There's signals. There's all kinds of stuff. I don't even know about it all that well. Uh, these kids got their iPods and their Zooms, and they're listening to the radio in ways you never dreamed of before. <laughs> not the radio, but let me talk a little snow. Uh who was that uh, interesting-looking lady you were talking to at the seashell? I mean, she very muscular. I, I didn't know that about you. Uh, can you describe her a little bit? Well, she's about six foot two, I suppose, and uh, she wears uh, really tight clothing up top and pretty baggy clothing down the bottom. And some people told me that uh, that she's not what she appears. But what I always say is. It's better to be a little bit of a woman than not a woman at all. Okay. See, that's very progressive of you, Uncle Howard. I, didn't, I never thought of it that way. Better to be a little bit of a woman than not a woman at all. That's kind of beautiful. That's kind of beautiful. That's just like the horn dog's anthem, isn't it? It's, you know what, it's 2018, and we can't tell somebody what if what they are. If they say they're a one thing, then that's what they are. And if they say they're another thing, then... That's what I say they are. That's right. And look, I saw Ladybird. So you know what? I get it. You want to call yourself Ladybird? Fly away, baby. That's a uh, short Sharonin, by the way. Oh, Who I'm? Okay. Okay. Well, stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. Jesus Christ. One, you know, I can't I, even see your hands when you're saying that. You know, I never saw the appeal of bird watching before. <laughs> and gross. Gross. Well, she's in the, the Queens of Scotland movie coming up soon. Very smart, oh. intellectual movie. Yeah, Margot I'll Robbie. Seeing, I'll be seeing that day one. It gives me a lot of the same vibes as I got from Abdul and Victoria. And, of course, your favorite movie, Philomena. <laughs> Philomena <laughs> with the Dame Judy Dench. You weren't jerking to Judy Dench. You were jerking to Judy? Uh, well, I, uh, I'll tell you. At first, I thought that movie was phenomenon starring our favorite actor john travolta <laughs> well the one where he has the force yeah he's got the force <laughs> he's i think got he's, the force i think maybe he's an angel or, or something in that movie <laughs> he got some brain damage or tumor rather and it made him super smart and it gave him jedi powers but then it also killed him right yeah, that's correct he uh it's 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 a real tearjerker in a lot of ways and 
If not like your typical jerker <laughs> that you're doing there in the theaters. I hate that you stole my punch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to let you say that. I just wasn't going to let you have the benefit of the doubt. Tearjerker. No, no. I could see it coming a mile away there. Unlike Travolta with the alien spacecraft. Or just like Travolta and the alien. I mean, we're a big pro-Travolta show, I have to say. We are. And uh, speaking of Travolta, I've uh, I've really been excited for uh, Wild Hogs Two to come out. It's oh. uh, my passion. It's this is the premier source for Wild Hogs Two news, man. The premier source. So I'm I'm reading something up to. This was made last year. This was written last year by Mike Scott from NOLA.com. You know what NOLA is? No, ladies. Nope, New Orleans. The Big well, Easy. Then that should be Sin City. New Oral. <laughs> yeah, you got him there. You got him there. <laughs> Anyways. New Orleans uh, strong. Yeah, New Orleans. There's no. Tr- well, yeah, I guess there was. There was uh, Katrina. So, yeah. No, I'm glad we're still dwelling on that. Uh, <laughs> Why won't they get over it? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, remember when Barbara Bush was like, some of those people's lives improved, actually. <laughs> And, and let me say, I will not give Barbara Bush a hard time for that one because if you're a bum and you're just like, yeah, I lost everything, all my documents and the, and the Katrina and the storm just swept them all up. I mean, you're li- I mean, your life didn't get worse. You, you know, you, you lived in the, in, the, in the Superdome or whatever for like a couple of months. So already you had food and blankets or whatever. It was horrible for everybody else. But if you were a bum, that's not a bad deal. Well, and you know something else is a lot of uh, uh, you know young football players out there. They have a dream of making it to the Superdome just for a minute, and, <laughs> and these people—they're so ungrateful that they get a chance to live in the Superdome for months, and suddenly they're better than Reggie Bush. I don't think anybody's saying that. I don't think there's a, there's there's a big difference from being you know located from a tragedy then then playing the big forget it forget it you know i can't i can't with you anyways so here's the scoop from mike scott nola.com about wild hogs 2's development a call to wwe studios has yet to be returned but the filing shows the movie will be shot on a budget of 30 million that figure, while relatively modest, suggests the studio is targeting a traditional theatrical release instead of the straight-to-home video route, followed by many lower-budgeted WWE Studios projects as of late. So, they're supposed to be recording soon, if but they haven't started yet. Well, that we know of, but I mean, look at, uh, at when they were filming The Phantom Menace, and they filmed that with a secret name, isn't that right? Uh, that's right. I, I recall... Uh, Return of the Jedi was Blue Harvest. I don't remember what Phantom Menace was called and when they were filming in Tunisia, but probably something very similar. I think they were calling it uh, Green Harvest because that movie made a lot of green. <laughs> they, it did make a lot of green, and it was a really good movie, actually. It was a very smart movie. Me and the Bugman are going to be doing some uh, director's uh, commentary on the, uh, old, uh, on the old Phantom Menace rather soon. Uh, I hope you don't interrupt very callously during my my uh, recording session. Wouldn't dream of it. Ah, I appreciate that greatly. So there's been some gray area lately. I'm not going to say who, but uh, there's this woman on Instagram. 
Uh, it's a friend's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Her name is Wanda. Wanda. Oh, is that Wanda Woo Woo? Yeah, Wanda Woo Woo. And uh, I was looking through her uh, Instagram stories. Now, you don't notice because you are quite the bird brain when it comes to all things internet. But when you look through somebody's Instagram stories, it lets the person know. So all that stuff you've been doing on Instagram, even though you have no photos under uh, Uncle Howard, people see that you're looking at them. They see that you're looking at the stories, at least. They can see me looking at them through the radio? Oh, no, 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 no. Wrong on all accounts. They see your name right there that you viewed their photo on Instagram stories. Well, that's a compliment where I that's, come from. That's not a compliment. It means you've been creeping, you know? And I I didn't know this. I was looking through this guy's, you know, you know, woo-woo's photos. Yeah. And now she knows... That I've been looking, and I don't know what I'm going to say to Kevin. Well, I know what I'll tell him is, looking ain't fucking. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, I kind of, I'm kind of sick of being marginalized just for getting horny later in the day, you know? You know, everyone talks about, you know, we got to take care of this group and that group, and it's it's all true. We got to look out for everybody. We got to keep an eye on uh, on the ladies, and I keep a lot really close eye on the ladies, as you know. But uh, you know, there's the other groups out there. There's uh, you know, there's the uh, the people in the wheelie chairs now that we got to think about and all that. But no one ever thinks about us humble perverts with a heart of gold that's right we're not tj miller we're not forcing ourselves on anybody and yet we're marginalized we're told don't say that we're told okay you're nutting well don't tell us you're nutting don't announce that to the world we don't need to know tmi i hate that saying tmi tmi and and you know what wouldn't if somebody liked a little bit of information with regards to creeps like kevin spacey you know that's that's a very good point. You know, wouldn't you? So 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 you know, you, you find this out. It's like, oh, we didn't, we never knew because you know he, he pretended like he was such a good guy. Well, because you lacked information. You lacked too much information. You didn't have enough information. Well, if, I'm here giving you all the information. If people had more information, we would have never gone through World War Two. We would have caught Bin Laden before. Before. That's right. But, but TMI, TMI, I don't want to hear it. TMI, hey, TMI, you know? No, no, look, I'm going to nut tonight. There's only one TMI that I care about. It's titties, muff, and in-between. What's the in-between? What's <laughs> the in-between? <laughs> Anywhere you can think of, I guess. Oh, good grief. Good grief. You know, you know, you... you I don't know if we're watching Superman and I'm thinking we should do Book of Eli instead. I don't read many books, so I don't think that's a good choice. The movie Book of Eli. Uh, But it's a book. (laughs) It's a movie with uh, Denzel and uh, Mila Kunis. Oh, now that Mila Kunis. Okay. uh, I'd like to... uh, I'd coon... Coon? I don't know. I don't. Oh my! Whoa! 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 I didn't. I didn't Howard. Mean, I, I was trying to think of a of a vagina word, and it, I sure couldn't. You sure thought of something way worse, actually. <laughs> this is awful. We're gonna have a scandal. Well, it's about time we do. No. 
You know, speaking of speaking of scandals, uh, have you seen the way this Todd Chrisley character has been carrying on lately? Todd Chrisley, the guy from Chrisley Knows Best? Yeah, the guy who's, uh, I'm not going to say what he is, but I'll say a $3 bill and him got a lot in common. What's that? I'm not going to say. Okay, fine, don't say it. Don't say it. But, I mean, what's what's the big deal about this guy? So he, he, he ran a failed business. Uh, he's married. He's, he's certainly legally married, yes. <laughs> what are you trying to imply about the man? I don't understand. Be a little blunt for a change. Well, I, I am known for my subtlety. Uh, <laughs> you are. <laughs> You know, I mean, you were saying those saying those awful things about uh, about Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I think people need to start looking a little closer towards Todd Chrisley. Now, his ex-wife has claimed uh, abuse in the past, but there is nothing, nothing. Uh, I mean, I'm, 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 and I believe her. I believe the women. But uh, what's what's so bad that he's doing lately? He just he seems like a guy who's he's in debt really bad. Is he? Yeah, he's severely in debt. He just goes bankrupt every time he fails. And like, but his wife's income is separate, so he's basically living off his wife and his daughter. And that's not a bad way to make your living. No, no, but you you seem to have been implying something, and I just couldn't get it out of you, huh? You're just not gonna say it. So, so I mean, to me, Todd Chrisley's just a regular Joe, honest guy. He loves women. I mean, if you see him on that show, he's always, you know, Ju- Julia. You you keener than a than a Georgia peach, you know. That's if, my Todd Chrisley. If if a man if a man didn't love women, why would he always be shopping? Hmm. Wow. Wow. Uncle Howard. Uncle Howard implying Todd Chrisley isn't your all American Joe. I I didn't I didn't say that. I think you can be an all American Joe and also be a huge homosexual. <laughs> oh, good grief! Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I, I think I think what you're trying to say is, you know, you accept him for who he is, but you are you want him to come out, and you would you would be willing to accept him with open arms when he does. Well, I'm just saying, uh, he buys so many clothes that he's in the closet an awful lot, and uh, maybe he should uh, uh, look into being in a different kind of closet, if you know what I'm saying. Oh Lord. Well, anyway, I mean, I mean what? not be in the closet. <laughs> Get it together, Howard. Get it together. You know, you're, you're killing me today. So I, before we uh, wrap up the show, I want to talk about uh, the new Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts movie, Little Italy. Did you see the now, trailer? I did see the trailer, and I've got to say, if there's anything that's going to take Gotti away from my heart, it's got to be Little Italy. Another great movie about Italians doing what they are known for, always arguing, always bickering, you know? (laughs) Making pizzas, you know? Making pizzas and and having some big arguments, but, you know, the thing about Italians is love wins. Yeah, love wins, and uh, in this case, it's Hayden, who's, uh, what what is he, 37, and uh, Emma Roberts, who's what? 19 20 i think she is probably about 19 for the past 10 years now, <laughs> okay, so. okay well she looks great she looks great how many times do you think on set she says well my aunt julia you know super subtle i or do you th- i think she's uh, got some bigger coattails to attach her name to and of course i am talking about the great eric roberts 
Yeah, that's true. From the uh, the condemned WWE yeah. Studios, the I condemned. Was, I was gonna say that's where it all ties back together is <laughs> WWE Studios. WWE Studios just you know they believe in quantity. You know, <laughs> just put them out, put them out there, and you're gonna get a hit. You know, just have three or four movies a year, and eventually, look, I still want to see the uh, Wesley Snipes uh, Seth Rollins movie. I that d- should be good. I didn't know that was coming out, but I really <laughs> genuinely want to see that. You know, the thing... The <laughs> yeah, thing, I think it came out already. The thing that I love about WWE Studios is, uh, and, and this is a shoot, this isn't Howard Schmendrick, this is Howard Schulman talking. <laughs> I love who they get to play their villains in movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, only the best. Robert Patrick... Robert Patrick, Eric Kane, Roberts, Kane. <laughs> yeah. the greats, the greats. Those are the three top dogs right there. I think Wesley Snipes is a villain in his movie too. Well, and Wesley Snipes, uh, it's interesting to see him play a villain because I think we've all come to see him as the ultimate good guy. Agree, agree completely. And uh, there's always that knowing nod in uh, what the Expendables. Expendables Th- two, I believe, or ex- three. Three. That's right. Three. Come on, That's get right. it together. Well, I'm, I've been dipping a little too heavily into the uh, Michelob Ultras tonight, and uh, you've been pounding them back. I, I see you. I see you. I've been throwing them back, and it, you know, it's because it kind of reminds me of uh, that famous night I had with uh, Maria, uh, Maria Conchita back in Sturgis. The one that got away, huh? The only one that ever did. (laughs) The way you put it makes it seem like she escaped or something. (laughs) Last I saw, last you told me at least, I know I was there with you as a little baby boy, but uh, she was talking to some of the wrestlers, wasn't she? Yeah, she was talking to that nice uh, Chris Benoit character, and uh, Mm -hmm. he, uh, I guess he had a way with the words that uh, old Uncle Howard just don't. Yeah, well, you know, he's no longer around, and you are, so. Where'd he go? Mm, Bad things happened to him. He was murdered, and uh, nobody ever found the the, the culprit. Well, I think that's got to be our project for... (laughs) going forward on us yeah we've got to find justice for chris benoit the real killer the real killer because they just the police are so lazy they're just like eh i guess he did it you know you know where's the proof i I got a good friend goes by the name of nancy meow and she taught me always follow the money Mm, there was no money involved here so I mean, at least with Chris Benoit, because he doesn't get anything for uh, murdering his family. But who got money for murdering his family? Mm, did Vince McMahon take out a life insurance policy on Chris Benoit hours before his mysterious death? Who's uh, you got to listen to the you got to listen to the next podcast of Pillow Talk with Franklin and Uncle Howard to find out. I got a I got a connection in the WWE and. <laughs> I'm going to use it. <laughs> What's his name? Or her Zach name? Zack Ryder. <laughs> oh, is that so? <laughs> Your friend's Zack Ryder. How do you know it's not some Indian running a, a Facebook account pretending to be Zack Ryder? Well, because he says, woo, 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 you know it. <laughs> is there a blue check mark next to his name? Uh, there's something next to his name. It says WWE, and the first W is capitalized, and the rest of them aren't. So that seems pretty legit. 
<laughs> yes, it does. Well, I guess you could check with a writer and uh, see if there's any uh, scoops you can get from him. That'd be really something. Uh, I guess before we go, I did want to talk about, you know, and I guess we keep saying that, but I, I, this is the last thing I want to discuss. I recently wrote a screenplay for uh, a TV series I'm trying to get launched called Gunther. It's a spinoff from Friends based on the Central Perk barista Gunther who acquires some new powers that he didn't know he had after finding a crystal that allows him to time travel. What, what's he going to do with those, those powers, which are both magnificent and terrible? Well, he's, well, he's going to go back in time, and he's going to try to set things right and stop an alien invasion. But to stop that alien invasion, he has to find a way to make Rachel fall in love with him. Now, I got Ali Sykes committed for the first season. That's the only name so far. I just need James Michael Tyler now. That's Gunther. Not to be confused with Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family. James Michael Tyler, not Jesse Tyler Ferguson. So I got, I got to get him to commit. I got to get him to sign on the dotted line. Is, is that the Ali Sykes on a wiki feet? Ali Sykes from WikiFeet, yep. That uh, is her in Criminal Minds. <laughs> she's, and WikiFeet. She's got quite the resume. <laughs> That's right. What'd you give her on WikiFeet? I gave her a. Uh, uh, How many there, stars? There's a rating that they uh, haven't yet published yet because they're still doing uh, some research on it, but it's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it the Golden Toe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And did she receive the golden toe? She, she's, got, she's got the golden toe. And wow. I know she's going to be very honored. I think she will be. I don't think she'll be grossed out at all, Uncle Howard. I mean, that's quite the honor. And look, once she signs on for Gunther, that's it. Her WikiFeet page is going to take off. You know who has legitimate heat with WikiFeet? Who? Haley from Paramore. This is legit. Well, she, she in an interview said, those guys gross me out. And if you go to... Haley, uh, what's her? I forgot her last name from Paramore. Stanfield. That's not it. But if you go to her WikiFeed page, you'll see the comments, and it's nothing but people berating her. You need to tell that community to get it together. Well, the way I see it is, it's a bit of a compliment to be featured on that site. Uh, it means she's given a lot of uh, a lot of humble gentlemen like myself a lot of pleasure. And uh, if if mm. she's too good for that, then I got some news for her. I'm um, too good for her. What was the name of her last hit song? Haley Stanfield's. Paramours, because they're a band. They're together. I think it was called Hard Times, wasn't it? Some people... Oh, well, I got some hard times for her. Oh, no, 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 no. Look at that. I set you up, and that's the best you can do, Howard. Uh, well, I was going to initially say, uh, Paramours? Well, I'll take more than a pair. But I will take more. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Pillow Talk with Franklin and Uncle Howard. It sure has. <laughs> Great sign up. Hey, it sure has been. Great sign up, everybody. Hey, keep listening. Good night. Goodbye. Good, good night and fuck yourselves. <laughs> Lord. <laughs>